Welcome to this episode of the Luminosity Podcast, hosted by Maria Conde. This podcast is an ongoing conversation to provide busy entrepreneurs, practical tools, and inspiring stories to live a healthy and abundant life with grace and ease. Welcome to the show. Here's your host, Maria Conde. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I am super excited to be here today to talk about self-care. For this, we have the pleasure of speaking with Charlotte Howard. Charlotte is an award-winning transformational lifestyle coach, number one international best-selling author of The Success in Beauty book series, Hairstylist Riches book series, and How to Easily Publish and Profit. She is a book publishing expert who personally published over 40 best-selling books in 13 different languages. She has been called by the Information Marketing Journal and Information Marketing Genius. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) And featured in over 100 media outlets, including ABC, NBC, and Fox. In her free time, I'm not sure how much of that she has, or she has all that behind her. (laughs) She travels and explores beautiful vacation destinations with her family. Love it. She also loves teaching, reading, writing, taking brisks, Brisk walks on the beach. Oh, I'd love being by water myself. <laughs> Listening to music, dancing, and watching movies. Let's give a warm welcome to Charlotte Howard. <laughs> welcome, Charlotte. Thank you. <laughs> so give me a little bit of, um, talk about your journey a little bit, how you got to where you are today, because you have a, there's a big happening there. Oh, absolutely. Thank you again for having me here. Um, Well, it all started when I uh, went to school. Um, Actually, I've been really passionate about beauty since I was 16 years old. In fact, I would uh, actually do a lot of my my, uh, high school friends, their hair, um, and it just started expanding from there. So uh, beauty has been um, around in my family even um, for such a long time. So um, right after uh, high school, I actually um, I actually went to college to get my cosmetology license. And um, after that, then I started uh, being uh, a hairstylist and of course, managing other uh, stylists in the industry uh, as well, which um, I've been always passionate about teaching. And I was able to help multiple salons go to six figures. And then in 2000, I actually got diagnosed with copper tunnel syndrome, Ooh. which led me then to, uh, to getting to the career of becoming an award-winning transformational lifestyle coach. And because uh, being a, a hairstylist, um, I've always felt that uh, lifestyle coaching has been like connected um, in the sense because we we're always hearing about uh, you know different people that are having different challenges when they're coming in from work, different women, um, you know they're having different things going on and they're sharing everything with you. Yeah. <laughs> You got to talk to my hairdresser, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like you you make, you know, uh, really good um, connections, you know, with them, become really good friends and things like that as well, and become a really, really um, 
a helpful support system to a lot of women that were going through uh, both personal and professional um, experiences Mm -hmm. um, as well. And I'm sure you can definitely relate, Maria. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, you know, really where I started. Um, I, I took everything that I've been most passionate about um, you know, really helping women feel beautiful on the inside uh, and and um, and have it reflecting on the outside as well. Um, so that's where it all got started. <laughs> Very cool. So let's talk about, um, let's drive into the self-care side of things then, because that obviously is, I mean, there's, there's a, like you said, there's an inner beauty and there's an outer beauty and that, I mean, both of them require a fair bit of self-care. And um, you know, it's great to have our hair done, but there's yes. a lot of pieces on the inside that we need to look after too. And what, what do you think is one of the most important pieces on when it comes to that, that self-care for women? Um, I mean, because we're always doing so much for everyone else, I would have to say um, scheduling time for yourself Mm-hmm. is going to be very, very important, um, you know, e- whether that's 30 minutes of uh, reading time, meditation, um, just making sure that you carve out time for yourself because as a woman and then as a mom, if you're a mom as well, it's kind of to the point where sometimes you get so busy, you're not even carving out time for yourself. And I had to learn that lesson myself of, hey, you have to slow down and and carve out time for yourself before you can actually uh, be most helpful to other people even. Absolutely. And that's totally what I believe in, what I teach. It's it's all of the foundation of my business basically is, is getting people to getting women to look after themselves and take that time for themselves. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount of time. You don't have to go to the spa for four days to actually Mm -hmm. do that. You know, that 30 minutes in the morning or at whatever point in time of your day is really key. And, you know, for my, myself, the only, I've written one book on my own completely. And the book I have is about uh, morning magic. And it's about carving out that time for you. And I talk about that in there, about setting those boundaries and making it happen. And it's hard at first. Yes. I had to redrain the, my daughter. <laughs> Mom's time, you know, if you, and she does, she walks out of the bedroom door. She sees me on the sofa meditating. She's like, oh, I'm going back in there <laughs> until mom calls me. Then she's done, you know? That's so funny. And we, I only do that piece on Sunday morning where she's not allowed to interrupt me. Cause I said, Sunday mornings, I have to have one hour to myself, hands down, I want to journal. I need to walk through my stuff. I need to, I need time to think sometimes. Yes. And because we're busy so much all the time. I need downtime to just think. And excuse me, I got hiccups now. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, you know, finding that, but it it requires a lot of boundaries, especially if you have a a larger family, you know? Yes. And if you've given your whole life, they just expect you to be there instantly. (laughs) Mom, mom. You yes. know, if you if you're a, if you have a husband or wife, whatever, they just yes. expect you to just be there, right? Instantaneously, Absolutely. you're on all the time. Absolutely, and it is hugely draining for our soul, for our every mind, body, spirit, all of it. It's very draining. Absolutely, and we do need we do need that time to regenerate ourselves in a really big way. And um, what do you do yourself to make that happen? Uh, like you mentioned, you know, Hey guys, I'm, I'm do I'm taking out time for me. I have to do my meditation actually every day for at least 30 minutes. So I carve out, 
um, you know, and journaling, like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and and even sometimes if that's even having a cozy bubble bath at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yes. I yes. love it. Yes, you have to have that time. And, um, you know, it's like we feel, we'll feel so much more refreshed after we've done that. And I just feel so energized after it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think about a lot about that is about you can think so much cl- more clearly too. Mm. And I was just speaking with somebody that was saying that too. When you're pushing all the time, it's really hard to get clarity on things. And sometimes you yes. just need to let go and walk yes. away. And, you know, having spent many years in the corporate world, you know, one of the things I really always used to encourage my staff is to um, take that walk at lunch. You know, don't mm. sit at your desk the whole lunch hour. And yeah. even if you're, I know entrepreneurs at home that just don't get up. They just sit there all day long, right? Mm. And you need to get up. You need to let go. You need to debrief, you know, let your brain process all those things. Yes. If you keep pushing, 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 you're not going to, you need to let the flow happen. Absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned that because um, in my early years, when I got started in 2000, um, it, it, I just was pushing, 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 pushing because I know deadlines had to meet, be met and I didn't have, um, you know, a team in place and systems in place yeah. to really help, you know, alleviate some of that time constraint. And so, um, you know, I, you know, that's a, a lesson learned, you know, Hey, you got to carve out time, um, take those uh, breaks because, you know, especially if you're working from home and you're pushing, 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 yeah. boy, it could be overwhelming. And, and then it, it starts to alter your, your progress um, that you could have achieved uh, with your goals because you're pushing so hard, you're not thinking as clear um, as, as you mentioned before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And now I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Exercise in my world is becoming a lot more important thing. And I, I'm not an exercise queen. I do a lot of things. I eat really healthy. I, I move a lot, but I don't exercise a lot. And have you found, can you speak to that at all? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I could use a little tip on that one. Because I'm, oh, I'm not an exercise. I have my spin bike and I have, I love walking by the beach. You mentioned, you know, taking those brisk yes. walks on the beach. That's my idea of getting out there and getting exercise, right? Yes. Um, but I know as we get older, we need to do a little bit more than that for our bones and stuff like that. And, and do you have any self-care things that you do in that world for yourself? Absolutely. Well, the key is, you know, yes, we, a lot of people, they don't, you know, as we, as women, we're like exercise some, you know, some, some women, they don't, they don't want to exercise. And if we can get away with it, I'm sure all of us would, if we can, you know, be healthy and and not exercise. Right. But the key is just finding something that you're most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and whether that's dancing, because I do a lot oh, of, yeah, dancing. I never thought of that. That's yeah. Fun, right? oh, yeah. That fun? That's good oh, exercise. Gosh, yes. And you know, that really, um, if you can find something that you really, really love to do and it's a part of, I mean, it's a part of exercising. So, uh, one of the key things that I do is I, I do the yoga, I do the mm-hmm. walks on the beach and I, I love the dancing side of it. 
Uh, you put on your favorite music and just start dancing. And before you know it, it's, I mean, 30 minutes has gone by. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? My daughter and I do that. And in our house, it's really funny because I'm 50 and she's th- 11, right? So there's a difference in music there, right? Yes. So I put on my 80s disco stuff, as she calls it, right? Oh, and cool. she's put on her new pop. And we yeah. both have our headsets on. And we both literally danced the whole house. We have we we break the house so in half. Fun. Like that's your territory. That's my territory. And we both yeah. just have like a dance party. And awesome. once in a while we'll dance together and shared common music. But often, you know, to get that real good groove on, I need to listen to my music, right? Yes. Oh, and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not her music all the time. She likes a lot that's of. So- um, which I love too is like Ed Sheeran and stuff like that, right? But I don't oh, yeah, I Ed love Sheeran, Ed. you know. I love Ed. Yes. yes. <laughs> and funny. you know, and I love that, but it's not more dance yes. music, right? I That's need my right. I need some good I don't want to call it disco, but you yeah. know, I need some good something to get you moving. I need a good beat, right? <laughs> yes. Where she likes a lot more mellow and she does um uh dance. So she does uh what's it called? Oh, I can't think of the type of dance she does. <laughs> um, so it's a cross between jazz and ballet. And yeah. uh, it's called lyrical. Lyrical. So it's okay. very flowy. And it's like Ed Sheeran music kind of stuff, right? So she yes. does that. And that's her, her, that's her movement, right? And that's it's great. So but I need to get some serious, you know. Absolutely. Move going. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And um, we used to watch Ellen all the time just so that we could actually dance with Ellen. Oh, when she I was little, that. you know, I turned it on every day just to dance. <laughs> yes, I love Ellen. I watch her. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't watched her in a while because I don't have, I don't actually have cable TV yes. anymore. We actually don't watch a lot of TV. And, yes. um So I don't know if she's still doing I her dance. I on YouTube and YouTube watch is her great. Every- yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. In, in my free time, like you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, but you need to do that every once in a while. And I'm thinking, yes. I have to do back-to-back recordings all day today. Thinking, oh, I could use a dance move in the middle of all this. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. That's gonna work. <laughs> and so yeah, that's perfect. And those are the, those are really simple ways to have some self-care that are not. Oh my God, I got to go to the gym. I'm scheduled yes. with my trainer for a half an hour, an hour. She's going to kill me today, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> and you don't have to take that. It doesn't have to be heavy, right? And that's what I'm trying to really instill in people is, you know, go with the flow. Don't push. Just let it flow mm. and do what's best for you. You don't have to follow the book of that says it has to be this, this, it's and this, right. and this. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe it is if you're dancing, maybe you grab a couple light weights or something to put in your hands so you get a little bit of extra, mm-hmm. you know, stress on the bones and muscles to help it a little bit more, you know? But Absolutely. you don't have to be all formal about it and um, making sure you've captured every muscle in your body. And <laughs> Oh, Absolutely. And just doing some really good stretching. Part of my morning stuff is just stretching your body to keep oh, that flexibility. Yes. You know, when I, you know, my morning routine is is about um, doing my journaling, doing a little bit of meditating, some reading, and more inspirational reading at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing some basic stretching. And then I go into having my smoothie every morning. And that's how oh, I start happy. my day. Gotta have the smoothie. Gotta have it. Exactly. (laughs) And I've learned a couple good tips on that because I was getting a little bit grumpy about having to haul all the stuff out of the freezer every time I did it. So now what I'm doing is once a week, I'm actually setting up all my little baggies. Yes. And I'm actually filling them up with all my smoothie stuff. So I just dump it in the blender in the morning and away I go. Because there's nothing worse than hauling out all my blueberries and my strawberries and my, you know, whatever (laughs) I got going on in containers of 
hemp and all the stuff, right? Oh, yes. And yes. so I have all my little recipes in bags in the freezer and I put my spinach in there. So my spinach is not soggy in the fridge anymore because it's gone bad. <laughs> That's so funny. And um, so now it's, you know, and it's, it tastes great. It's frozen. It's ready to go, right? And yes. I'm trying to find all these things that I can do that um, it's about living with a lot more ease, right? And things that oh, bug you. How do you, how do you make it better? How do you fix that? Right? Yes. And absolutely. Simplifying. Absolutely. You definitely have to schedule it out. Like you've pre-planned your smoothies. It's like all about carving out that time um, so that you can be most productive during the week at the same time as well. I do a lot of my planning on Sunday. Yes. Um, absolutely. It's just, uh, it makes the week just go by so much more smoother. Absolutely. You know, planning have, like that. <laughs> I have a menu planner that I print out every Sunday. And my daughter and I sit down and say, okay, what's going to be for lunch, breakfast, dinner, every day for the week. And if Me I don't, <laughs> and I do some prep cook too, like I do batch cooking. So it's like, okay, what's in the freezer? Okay. We have a, we have barbecue chicken and we have this and we have that, you know, I have fajitas, whatever. And we make a whole yeah. meal plan. And a lot of the food's prepped already. Cause I do it in huge batches. So I, you know, the week, yes. otherwise I find if we don't do that, we're eating cereal for dinner. Oh, so it's yeah. a bowl of Cheerios and a <laughs> few carrots, right? <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, absolutely. And, and then I don't feel good and you're not functioning at your best, but you know, it's mm. about finding these ways of, of doing it well. Right. So absolutely. Now, I forgot to ask you before, do you have children at home yourself? Oh, absolutely. I'm a, I'm actually a homeschooling mom of four. Oh, wow. Yes. You got to be organized, girl. Yes. You have to be extremely organized. <laughs> homeschooling. I would love to chat with you more yes. about that. I didn't know that little piece about you. And I, you know, another conversation on that one. I know. <laughs> I've considered it myself because my daughter is not a um, traditional public school kind of mentality. Okay. Um, she loves learning. She loves being around people, but Yes. Some of the interactions at, at the school system don't work well for her. Yes. I you know, totally I, get I, it. I work with her at home and she's like, oh, I, I'm going to ace this test and I get it back. And she's got like four out of 25. Oh. And it's like, well, what happened oh. at school? You know? And so we're, we're trying to work through some of that stuff. So that's a whole nother conversation for later. Absolutely. But you know, it goes with the <laughs> yes. flow of what's going to work best for your life. And you know, cause mm -hmm. that, those things cause a lot of stress in people's lives, right? Yes, it does. And, and you don't have to live like that. You can take some actions and redemising things and figuring out what's best for you. And a Absolutely. lot of, I find a lot of women don't like, or don't feel that they can do that necessarily. And a lot of people feel trapped in their environment and said that, well, this is the only way it can be right now, right? So, mm -hmm. and you've obviously taken your life to and done what you need to do with it, right? Absolutely. And, and, um, and I have a question for you. Do you do public speaking at all? Do you do, a, I know you have your show, you have a, a radio show. Absolutely. Yes, I do public speaking um, as well. I do it online and offline because right now it's a lot of online events going on there and, is, yeah. um, as well. And um, in locally as well as out of town, um, I do a lot of um, and, and give. I love giving back at the yeah. same time. So um, I feel so much better when I'm giving back at the same time as well. Um, to the community and everything. Let's talk um, about that for just a minute because under self-care, that is one of my pillars is giving back. Absolutely. And it's a, it's a big pillar. And for us to be fulfilled as a person, I believe that we need to give back more. 
Absolutely. And so um, one of the one of the ways that I give back is like I, I sponsor um, like there are so many women that have different stories that they need to share. So uh, through my uh, one of my companies um, with my publishing, it's Heart Centered Women Publishing. We actually sponsor um, different um, organizations as um, and entrepreneurs that want to get their their message out. We sponsor their books. Um, another way uh, that I give back is through like different charities, like um, Look Good, Feel Better, where I yeah. support um, you know different women that are going through cancer. Um, oh yes, of um, course. With the beauty side of things, that's yes. a really big piece for them, right? Huge. Absolutely. When you lose your eyebrows, your eyelashes, your mm. hair, you know, yes. and just absolutely. you probably lost weight, you know, a whole bunch of things go with that, right? So oh, absolutely. Just being supportive to the women, uh, because a lot of the women they don't have the support. Um, you know, some of them they lose their friends because you know the friends you know give up on them and things like that. It's just. Being there for them, it's just being there for them and knowing that they have, you know, other people in their lives that definitely care about them and just giving them tips on um, how to, um, you know, after they've lost their eyebrows or have lost their hair, different techniques and strategies that they can do to help them feel better and look better at the same time. Um, I'm really passionate about that um, as well. And just, you know, it starts with the, with the youth, of course, um, anytime that I can volunteer to, um, to share, shed some light on um, those upcoming um, students that are getting ready to head into college, um, giving them a dose of inspiration on really following their dreams and um, just, um, you know, doing what they're most passionate about. Because yeah, as opposed to what society I, tells them they should be doing. Exactly. <laughs> Because yeah. I I fell into the trap of, you know, wanting to please everyone. And, and uh, you know, it's like, even with my parents, I was like, I really, really love hairstyling and really love how I can help people feel good on the inside and their confidence level going, you know, increasing after they've gotten their hair done and after they've spoken with me, sharing their, you know, most precious life stories. and um, um, it, it's, you know, it's just been something that I wanted to do, but you know, there's always, yeah. sometimes you may not have people that are going to support you with your journey and then surrounding yourself around people that can support you is really, really key. Yeah, absolutely. And I was, I, the thought, thought that came to my mind as you're talking, is like, oh yeah, a good hairdresser. You need to have a good hairdresser. <laughs> and for me in particular, I was like, I wish I lived closer to this girl. <laughs> Because for me, um, it reminds me of this book uh, by, oh, I can't think of his name, Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Hill, it is. Yeah. He's a Canadian author and oh. he's part black, part white. Okay. And for me, I'm the same. And he talks, there's a yeah. chapter in there about your hairstylist. You got to find just the right hair because we have a very unusual hair. We don't have the traditional black <laughs> nappy hair. We have, yes. I have different hair, same. right? To try and find yeah. somebody to do my hair is like, oh my God. It's like, it's amazing if I find somebody. I, I drive for an hour to get to the girl I go to because wow. I won't entrust anybody else to my hair. 
And, oh. but it makes, you know, it's important how you feel. And I have a connection with yes. that person. And um, it just made me think of that. And that it was, oh, uh, that's like, so it's funny. A, it, you tweaked me there or something for a minute. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But I have naturally curly hair, but it's very soft, fine. So it's a cross between the two, right? It got these wild yes. curves that just go crazy if you don't cut it right. And yes. uh, so anyways, I digress for a moment. I had a moment of like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you mentioned that because when I would be um, managing the salons and um, the, the young ladies that I'd be mentoring, they would run away from, uh, you know, women or the men hair that they're cutting or the kids hair that they're doing that are um, multicultural or yeah, it's all different, right? Yeah, and and um, Latina, and I would be like, it's hair, it's different textures. You have to learn how to do it. It's hair, and yeah, exactly. I would be like, bring it on. I would love, I love, and still do love the ability to be able to uh, to style different types of hair, no matter yeah. what. Oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's like, oh yeah, this is, and it's, it's hard, you know, and yeah, I love the connection with the hairstylist. So anyway, yes. we digressed <laughs> again, but you know what we're going to do now is we're going to get into our insight round. Before we do that, is there any one last message you want to leave with our listeners today about self-care? I just want to say, make sure that you carve out time for it. Um, yeah. To really help again, Uh, It will really help your life be better if you just carve out that time for you. Um, If you don't carve out that time, then you just can't be of any service uh, to anyone else. Absolutely. Totally agree. So with that, we are going to talk a little bit about some insight round. And this is for our audience to get to know Charlotte. And um, so let's dive into. So what was one mindset that was holding you back in your life? Wow, that is such a great question. Uh, You know, first fear, uh, because, um, you know, when you're getting into a career, um, there'll be different challenges. Um, I had uh, several different challenges. I had, you know, uh, family, colleagues um, around me saying that um, even when I uh, dive into entrepreneurship, even that's not going to work. You, are you sure you're wanting to do that? You know, yeah, it's, there's it's, a lot of that out there. Yes. Yes. A very scary journey. And, um, you know, with, um, with fear of, 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 am I good enough to do someone's hair? Uh, will I be good enough to, um, help them transform their lives? And so I had to work on myself by getting, of course, a coach to mentor me and, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing a lots and lots of personal development um, because as a child growing up, I was very, very, um, I have very, very low self-esteem, um, um, especially at a, at a, at a young age. Um, I actually was um, raped and oh. um, it really, um, it, it really made my self-esteem like really low. And so um, I had to really get a coach to help me, mentor me, get my life on track. And so I always tell people, um, you know, in life, you might have been raped mentally, you might have been raped physically, but you have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and um, build up your confidence and do whatever it takes to really um, help you push through. Um, because, you know, you know, people will try to, you know, maybe try to put you down, but you just have to believe in yourself. Absolutely. 
that's really key and it's really important to to really break through that fear of what other people are going to say. And you can't you can't please everyone. You need nope. to be pleasing yourself first and foremost. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, absolutely. And so what is one person uh, that changed your life for the better? Uh, my first uh, coach who still is my coach, her name is uh, Ann Sieg. And um, she was actually the coach that really helped me to uh, put my passion and actually turn it into uh, a profitable, but at the same time, a meaningful uh, business. Uh, mm-hmm. Because when I initially started um, with, with my, with my uh, practice, I, I wasn't um, really concerned about the money side of making so, so much money. But then um, I, I got a strain on me because my job actually got uh, replaced while I was uh, working in corporate America. And, um, um, you know, because I was working 80 plus hours a week, oh. my, my doctor actually said, you, girl, you need to, to get a different profession because this is not going to work for you because you're mentoring and you're working 80 plus hours. When do you have time for you? And that was like the wake up call because being diagnosed with copper tunnel syndrome, that really, um, it's like, it was like God sitting me down to say, Hey girl, you got to slow it down. You're not going to be able to do what, you know, all that hairstyling and mentoring and all of that, because you have to take out time for you. And so it was a wake up call. It was a wake up call. Yeah, absolutely. Connected with her. It really helped me to, um, my mentor, she really helped me to uh, get more clarity and, um, focus so I can help more people. Absolutely. And then you, you can serve more, right? So, mm-hmm. so what is the best advice you've ever received? Is there something, a particular comment that somebody has said something to you or? Well, um, you know, personal development, um, you know, is key. And, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, just very, you know, starting out, I didn't think that personal development was like so, so important because remember I was coming from an employee mindset. I didn't realize how important personal development was because um, in corporate America, they didn't really touch on it as much as they should have. Mm -hmm. Um, Even taking care of yourself. Like if I knew about the hand exercises to, to complete um, as I was training, um, I I feel like I would have been in a better position Mm -hmm. um, not being diagnosed with copper tunnel syndrome um, and so I encourage all those professionals out there um, who are, um, you know, in different uh, backgrounds, all of the women out there to really, you know, take care of your hands, take care of your body, um, mm-hmm. because it's, in, it's important um, to do so. So that would be my biggest, biggest uh, advice, definitely. Perfect. And now this one, I know the answer to this one, I think, because I always say uh, share a self-care habit that you practice regularly. And unless there's a different one that you want to say, aside from carving out time for yourself, um, you can answer, we can keep it that one, whatever you want. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Um, Of course, um, we talked about uh, hairstyling. So making sure that you you, uh, get get your hair done, because I always feel so much better when I'm getting my hair done. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And you do. It makes you feel really good when you have a good hair hair going on. Uh, Do you have a favorite quote? 
Actually, I do have a favorite quote. I actually, um, it's mine um, that I created. Let your beautiful light shine from within and empower other women to do the same. Ah, beautiful. Love it. Love it. And now I always, the next question is what book are you reading right now? Or if we have to say, what books are you reading right now? Because most of us in this world have about six or seven or 10 or 20 on the go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I am uh, actually reading more than one book. Um, Brendan Bouchard, who's one of my coaches as well. Um, um, High Performance Habits. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, The Power of I Am by Joel Osteen. Okay. I absolutely love it. Both of those. Beautiful. Books. Love it. I love it. <laughs> and you know, every time I do one of these podcasts, somebody says, oh, this book is amazing. It's like on my list of to do now and my reading list is like, you know, nine feet high and Amazon's delivering every day to my house now, right? <laughs> oh, me too. Oh my gosh. I love Amazon. I know. I know. <laughs> um, so what's one thing that you're most passionate about? Just helping women feel beautiful on the inside and outside. That's one of the most passionate things I'm all about. Awesome. Um, I love said, it. beauty is in my blood. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love all of that. And you know, I have to say today has been an absolute, absolute pleasure having you here. And our audience would love to know where they can find you. Absolutely. It's been a joy being here with you. Uh, They can connect with me at www.successin, and that's I-N, beauty.net. Successinbeauty.net. I'm going to write that one down because I don't actually have that one. (laughs) Perfect. And I will put that in the show notes so everyone can capture it from there. And it's been just a a lovely pleasure. I love these organic conversations that can just... (laughs) You know, we didn't have a preset agenda for this one and it just flowed. It was beautiful. And uh, I thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And look forward to talking with you soon again. Absolutely. It's been a joy. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening today. Show notes are available at www.mariaconde.com.